Hey, good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. This number will work till about 1 o'clock today. And then after that, uh, you're going to get, I don't know who's on the voice, Brittany or Connie or Lean, one of them. Uh, you'll get a lovely voicemail message. You can leave us a message. We'll, we'll return those calls on Monday. Uh, you can always go out to allamericangold.com and take care of your gold and silver needs 24 hours a day, seven days a week uh, through our shopping cart. Uh, but yes, we this uh, the day before Christmas Eve, we are closed tomorrow. Obviously, uh, the radio station is as well. Uh, the radio station is also closed on Saturday, uh, but I believe we're going to have uh, some uh, live programming on Sunday. I know Rick Rodriguez and a few others uh, uh, throughout the schedule. Then, of course, by Monday we'll be back on our regular schedule, and then we'll do the same dance again next week on uh, for New Year's, for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Uh, as Joined, as always, by my partner in crime, uh, Jason Walker, uh, the man that runs Colorado. Jason, good morning. How are you? Merry Christmas. Uh, you, you too, Joe. And, and I I don't know, are people really going to want to celebrate 2022 coming? I think that's more of a dread than it is a celebration. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, it could very well be. Uh, things are moving quickly. The Supreme Court uh, now saying January 7th they want to hear uh, the arguments that is for the vaccine mandates and, uh, you know, everyone, Omicron's all the rage and, and, and it's so interesting, uh, the, the fear factor that's coming from, uh, Fauci and the Biden administration. And they, the, the, the sad part for them is news is getting out today. CNBC of all places, uh, citing not one, not two, but three more studies that saying, hey, Omicron uh, is probably not going to uh, increase hospitalizations, probably the opposite, probably going to be a, a lot less severe, exactly what they don't want to hear. Uh, but but don't let uh, a fear get in the way of truth at, at any situation, because I saw another article that somebody said, uh, with Omicron, you're now twice as likely to get it on an airplane uh, than the Delta variant. And I'm like, well, if they could come up with that data so fast, then why couldn't they come up with whether or not this thing is 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 less, more, or the same as far as potency goes? And, and, I, and again, uh, I think it's the reason is pretty simple. I think they all know it's less, Jason. Yeah, yeah, I don't that, – I don't. I don't believe any of the stories they concoct about how this does this and how it spreads there and how you got to do this and behave this way and uh, you got a vaccine last year or or early this year and it's going to protect you from the new variant that's that's mutating. I mean, it's, it's all silliness. It's it's. I can't believe I can't believe you people know, are following this. Here's the one thing I do know is it it, it won't it it knows when you're eating or drinking. I know that, right? So because uh, you can have your mask off. Uh, when you're eating and drinking. So uh, there are some things that, that we do know, and, and, and that's just science, right? Follow the science. 
I, I hear this. I hear the uh, Santa Claus is coming to sound, uh, town uh, uh, parody here. You know, it, it knows when you've been eating. It knows when you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it knows when you've been in the stores. So be good for goodness sake. <laughs> right, right. He's, uh, that's one of our songs we've been playing on the, the half-empty cup of Joe. Uh, that one also uh, puts a smile on my face. I still love the Starbucks song. Uh, the best. We've had, we got a ton of economic data out today. Uh, we're going to get to all of it. Uh, we're going to put some specials together. We're just going to try to out, go out there and have a great time. I want to, uh, you know, thank all of you out there that have been calling, uh, my son, Joey. Uh, I would tell you, Jason, I, we, he'll tell you this as well. It's always been the number one question because we always tell everybody. And I know some of you, you you know, do and, and everyone does what they want to do. Uh, of hey, don't put all of your money into gold. Just like don't put all of your money into the bank. Don't put all of your money into the housing. Don't put all of your money into stocks. Right? Be diversified. And the number one question we always got was, well, what do we do with the rest of it? And we've we've known in dealing with the financial guys is oh well the first thing they as soon as you tell them you own physical gold and silver, uh, the first thing they tell you to get rid of is physical gold and silver and all you know and all these things and we finally got somebody that's on our side of it looking out for you uh it was so funny i I came home from work yesterday jason and he's out on uh the back patio and he's got the creature from jekyll island and he's already more than halfway through it and he's sitting there and saying dad Listen, because uh, some of the some of the people that are talking to him are saying, "Hey, read this book and read that book." So we show, Dad, do you got this book? Do you got this? You know, and I'm like, "Well, I got this one. I don't have that one." You know, so uh, he, that that's just the type of a guy he is. He's going to get in there uh, and and really understand what's happening in the world. And when you talk to him, I think you're going to be uh, really impressed uh, with it. And, and the other thing, really, listen, let's let's call it what it is. I'm not getting any younger. Yep. And, uh, you know, one of the things Jason and I talk about a lot is, you know, what's coming up next. Uh, and and we look at Joey, uh, we look at Jack, Jason's son Jack, uh, for the future. Uh, and and I, will, I will definitely tell you that uh, in, in the financial world anyway, uh, my son's a pretty hot commodity. A week doesn't go by where another company's not offering him work. Northwestern Mutual wants him to stay in Chicago. We need him here. We need the next generation to get in place. Uh, so make sure you reach out to him, 602-909-9048. When Jason and I get back, we're going to run through all the economic data. We're going to have a little fun. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker. Uh, gold's up seven. I think Kiko's got it up four. But either way, eighteen oh eight. So uh, gold rallied into the close yesterday, uh, holding on to its gains above eighteen hundred, which would be that's a good sign. But again, eighteen twenty. That's the number. Uh, 1820, we break 1820, all the computers go into buy mode. Uh, and I think, uh, if, if that does happen, we're probably going to run back to that, that 1870, 1880 level 
before, remember, they whacked gold when Jay Powell was going to get the nomination again. Uh, and then we'll, you know, we're going to be staring down at 1900 uh, silver right now, stocking $23 now. So, uh, 23, uh, 22, excuse me, 2293, uh, on silver as silver now, uh, about, about the third day in a row here of rallies on, on the silver price. Uh, and again, silver, you know, just go in dollar increments, right? We break 23, we'll look for 24. Uh, but, uh, silver right now, when you, you do the gold to silver ratio, which we, you know, we, we haven't done it in a while, but right now, just to tell you kind of where we're at, about 79 ounces of silver for an ounce of gold. So, uh, everyone's got a different model on, on silver to gold. You know, you go back, uh, to the 18, early 1900s, uh, what was it, like 16? Yes. Uh, was that, was that the number, Jason? Will, William Jennings Bryan was, was, uh, he had a, a cross of gold speech because it was the gold versus silver time and, and the bankers were trying to, uh, corner the gold market because they didn't have their central bank. And, uh, he ran in 1896 under a silver platform of 16 to 1. He actually minted a bunch of coins that said 16 to 1 silver and, and uh, the McKinley, McKinley, Mount McKinley, where all the gold was coming, well, McKinley won the election by a little bit. And, uh, of course, then he got reelected in, in 1900 and then was assassinated because, uh, well, that, there was too much gold in his, in his, uh, <laughs> he was, he was pushing gold too much at that point and, uh, they needed yeah, to Yeah, well, bank. I'll, I'll say this. I think 16 is, is, that's too much. Uh, way too much. But I'm going to say this. I wouldn't be shocked. Because when silver goes, and silver's the crazy younger brother, when it goes, it could overshoot to 16. I mean, you know, when you think about, uh, you know, gold was like about 1880 when silver hit that $50 level there. I mean, it got down to like 37 at one point. I could see it possibly happening. A lot of people like 50. Uh, Just for me. You know, and I've been doing this a little while, so I think I got a little bit of credit. But I think 65 is kind of fair value. That's where I kind of sit. So right now, silver's in, in my valuation, silver's underpriced by at least five bucks to the ounce. Uh, and and I, I think it's I like 40 to 40 to 50 to one, Joe. I like 40 to 51. And, and yeah, and, and I think a lot of people do. I think I'm definitely at at the. I I want. I would tell you right now, most people that that do this, 50 is is kind of the number. Which and that price, you're looking at 36 dollars silver at, mm-hmm. and that's just at 1800 dollars gold. Only uh, only course, Joe. 30- only because it's an industrial metal. I mean, it really should be 10 to one or 20 to one. Uh, but it's an industrial metal, so it has to be cheaper for for society. So for, I, that's why I like forty to fifty to one. Yeah, and if you use that, that put it at thirty six today. And at thirty six, I think Jason and I would both agree we wouldn't have any problems with silver. Right. Yeah. We'd be able to buy it and sell it and do what we want. I mean, uh, I haven't had cases of silver eagles up on the website in a year and a half. You know, I've got rolls uh, of silver eagles that are in and out, in and out. Uh, they're, you know, pricing, you know, 12 and $13 over spot on silver eagles. And, I mean, even silver rounds are, you know, five, six, seven, eight dollars over. And, and, uh, at 36, I think things would be 
uh, a lot closer to uh, what I would consider to be normal. But either way, even 36 is underpriced. I mean, these things are going a lot higher. Uh, and now you got to worry about any little thing uh, this morning. ExxonMobil, uh, there was a fire at their Baytown, Texas refinery. Now, things get interesting in these refineries. I mean, because when you see a picture, you're like, holy cow. I mean, this thing's. You, you you think like the whole city uh, is on fire. Uh, I don't know how long this is going to be down, but this refinery in particular is one of the big ones. Uh, it is the fourth largest in the United States uh, with a capacity of 561,000 barrels a day. Uh, so this particular refinery takes the raw crude oil and turns it into usable crude oil. Uh, It's got uh, gasoline futures rising, oil prices rising. Uh, We'll see. I don't know how long. Hopefully, hopefully, you never know with these things. Some of these fires are, it just depends on where the fire was in the refinery. Uh, This could be, the refinery could be down for a week. Uh, it could be partially down, right? Hey, well, you know what? It's only partially down. Uh, or this thing could be offline for uh, a month or longer. We'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, at least by, by what the markets are reacted, Jason, I'm thinking this is going to be, hey, they're, they're probably going to be on reduced capacity for a while, uh, but not a not one of these things where, at least I'm hoping anyway, that if this refinery is down for a month, that's that's going to really put uh, pressure on the oil markets again. Why was there a fire at the refinery to begin with? Well, you know, <laughs> that's the thing. I've lived in a lot of apartments and homes, and and I know people's homes catch on fire. I've never had a home catch on fire, and I'm far careless <laughs> than the uh, refineries. I'm sure. Right. Well, I just, hey, it just tells you the process. It, it's. I don't know, and I'm, I am sure uh, somebody will, will uh, that in the know will send us an email and tell us, I'm sure this is dangerous stuff, right? You know, the process that's needed to convert this stuff uh, obviously has to be uh, pretty dangerous because these, you know, we have a couple of these events every year, seemingly, uh, and, and this one uh, happening right now, the president, uh, he had, uh, well, you know, here's the advantage. When you're older and you don't have your faculties, uh, you can just spew stuff and and people will just give you a pass on it. Uh, you know, let, yesterday CNN was talking about uh, how the president was ordering the test kits. Uh, and apparently he just forgot it was test kits and kept saying pills. Uh, on TV. Matter of fact, did it three times in a row. Even the CNN guy corrected him, and he still got it wrong. Uh, was trying to tell people, because he's got gas prices down about 12 cents, uh, that, that prices are returning to normal. Right now, gas prices right now are almost 40% higher than they would normally be for this time of year. Because this is supposed to be the lower time of year in, in the winter months. It's in the summer months uh, that prices hit their high point. So he's off by a little bit. Speaking of records, this is another one, Jay Powell. How many times do we got to catch these guys telling lies to the American public? 
Kind of like that Biden speech. Kind of like that that Biden speech Tuesday. Remember the uh, little gaffes? You got to listen. Yeah, remember his gaffes? That that we we did that on the F fifty Cup. He does a lot. To your point, you made a great point. Hey, we don't know if these (laughs) if these are just gaffes because it's him, or or does he forget and he's telling the truth and 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 catches himself when he looks at the teleprompter? We don't know. Uh, But but like Jay Powell, remember. His transitory arguments, and, and he talked about lumber. First one, he was lumber. Yep. And, of course, I told all of you, hey, lumber always falls in the summer because the harvest comes in. And I said the problem is it's never going back to $200, which is where it had been for decades. Uh, and then, of course, I warned I warned everybody because all the traders know stuff. They're like, well, wait till the winter. It's going right back up. But of course, here we are, uh, lumber prices well over a thousand dollars per thousand board feet again, up five times the average. Then he said, Oh, look at used cars. Remember used cars fell for a month and it only fell with the way they reported. It never actually fell. Uh, data point out today, used vehicle prices rose again. Uh, to another all-time high wholesale prices. So these are at the auction. The old Mannheim index rose another 3.1% in the first 15 days of December compared to November. Uh, the index now, listen, used cars are up 49%. Let's round up 50% in one year. So think about a used car. That was twenty thousand dollars last year is now thirty. Right, a thirty thousand dollar car is now forty five. A ten thousand dollar car now fifteen. Uh, it, it's astronomical, Jason, when you really think about it. Right, Joe. Right, and uh, we're, we're we're finishing off twenty twenty one, headed to twenty twenty two, and and uh, all it's going to take is is like you said, a, a, a refinery blowing up, uh, a hurricane blowing through some part of the world. Uh, some some drought or or something in, in one part of the world, and, and and suddenly that inflation becomes uh, compounded with a problem. You know these things happen all the time. You know we, we didn't nobody reported it too much. Uh, was it a, a year ago, two years ago, when uh, all those floods went, went ripping through a couple of states, Nebraska, and, and killed a million cattle. You know the, the prices went up. This is before the inflation now, but the prices went up because a million cattle died because of a massive flood. Just takes a few of those events, Joe, and, and then the, the prices will just catapult even further. Yeah, and right now this is this is the problem with everything out there. It's it's you know uh, they talk about supply chain this that the other. Here here's the realities. The all companies in the world, all of them, they only want to make exactly what they're going to sell. Right, they they used to be, you know, back in the old days, companies had inventory. You know, the uh, any store, not a drugstore, a supermarket, a clothing store, they had huge back rooms, and you had extra product in the back at all times. That's all gone now. They don't build stores that way now. The back rooms are as small as possibly can be, and and same thing with every. I mean, everything. Hey, we only want to produce what we're going to sell, nothing more, nothing less. Right, Joe. The problem that we've had, as Jason was pointing out, take the cattle as an example. 
all inventory, crude oil, natural gas, cattle, hogs, chicken, corn, soybeans, computer chips, right, phones, you, you name it, pick an item. We're already at or near all-time record lows. And now, and you got to think about it, Every, almost every country in the world was stimulating. Demand picked up. There's no way to get it there. The, the, the inventories have gotten even worse. And now any little thing like this, this Baytown refinery, I mean, if this thing is, is down for uh, more than a week, it's going to be a problem, right? Uh, the lumber back above. You know why lumber is rising so fast right now? Well, there was a flood in British Columbia. And apparently it took out a bridge and some train tracks, and uh, that's where 50% of all the lumber comes from for at least soft lumber for the U.S., and, and there's no supply, right? I mean, we're talking crazy stuff. I had to tell the, the Canadians had to release their maple syrup strategic reserves for, you know, it's crazy stuff, right? Right now, we're releasing crude out of the, our strategic petroleum reserve right now. There's no extra anything out there, Jason. Absolutely, Joe, and that's why we have uh, warehouse superstores instead of the local hardware store. You know, you got to cut costs, and inventory takes space. Who wants to pay for that? We'll have the customers come right to the warehouse. Yeah, boy, well said. Pizza Radio News Hour. We're going to be right back after the break. Sir, yes, ma'am, by God be darned. 800-951-0592. I am so worried that this is going to be the United States in a couple of years. Uh, and, and just really due to idiotic, nonsensical, wishful thinking, energy policy uh the uk the uk uh natural gas prices hit a new all-time record high i, I want to give you a, 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 an idea of what we're ta- the magnitude that we're talking about in the uk go back all the way to like 2008 okay because that's as far as this chart goes could be farther they never paid more than, never even got to $100 per unit in natural gas. Never. In, from 08 all the way to 2021, never got there. The average, and I'm ballparking the average, probably about $50. $50. Yesterday it hit a record. Of four hundred and seventy dollars, and this is just one year. It went from about fifty to four seventy, and it got so bad that the United States we have liquidified natural gas we export. We had tankers heading to Asia, you know, and when we say Asia, we know where they were going that they had to tell the ships to change directions and immediately head to Europe. 
while we were sleeping last night, European uh, companies from steel, fertilizer, cement, paper mills, you name it, uh, had a press release saying that energy prices have not only gotten worse, they were already bad, have gotten worse, has completely snowballed, and they're saying that numerous industrial energy consumers are now curtailing or temporarily closing plants completely because energy prices have increased 4 to 500%, making the cost of operating uneconomical and that a prolonged period of unbearably high energy prices is going to uh, lead to severe losses, relocation of European companies, and an increase in what they are calling carbon leakage, Jason. Uh, Yeah, it's horrible. And, And let's remind the audience that from the late 1700s to the early 1900s, there was no inflation didn't exist so what we're talking about now is is the complete opposite when the inflation gets out of control joe and this is something and again we only bring it up because this is a supply problem right you think that they can just stop all of their steel production stop their cement production their paper production uh, all of these things the if there's no extra anything anywhere this is going to drive prices of everything through the roof. And, and, I, and I don't have the answer because here's, here's the realities. There's not enough gas, right? The, the Europeans have made the, you know, they, they're making their, 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 their global climate change policy. They're living with it. Here's the problem. Now we've got to live with it. Because we're all going to suffer from them. And then, of course, that's what I told you, the Biden administration, they're on the same policy. This, you know, this Paris Accord, all of these things, uh, I I really do. And I'm looking at energy price. I'm looking at crude oil right now at $73 a barrel uh, and almost $74 a barrel right now. We're going to look back on this next year and be like, man, that was so cheap. That was... That was, remember when crude oil was only $70 a barrel? I got a feeling we're going to be doing a lot of that, Jason. Yeah, absolutely, Joe. I mean, inflation isn't simply just printing more money. Uh, what it is is that the, uh, the the extra money that's out there, there's not enough goods to be purchased because of the new money supply. And it also breeds an attitude of, of uh, laziness in producing. It's like, well, I shouldn't really have to produce anymore. I got more than I need. I've, I got more of this, this money floating around. So it's it's just it's just it man it just can spiral out of control really fast and that's it Joe there's just not enough goods to support the amount of new money that's there. Yeah, and now uh, because of what's happening and, and and again remember this is this is very similar. You know we, we we always use that gallon of milk story, right? You go to the store, you buy a gallon of milk, it's four dollars. The store goes to reorder the gallon of milk. And and they say, hey, it's six bucks. They're like, man, I just I only took four. You know what? I got. I'm going to raise the price to eight. He calls back, 
right? You buy the gallon of milk, he calls back, and the guy's like, hey, it's 10 bucks. And he's like, man, i got to raise it to 12 You buy the gallon of milk, he calls back, it's 15 bucks. Eventually, guess what he does? Just like these companies are saying, Dude, I'm just going to stop selling milk. Because I can't price it high enough. Every time I raise my price, I go to reorder, it costs more. This is what's happening right now uh, there in Europe when it comes to all of these energy prices. They're like, every day, I, I raise my price, and then here comes the electric, and, it, and it's it, i got to raise it again. And then the next day, the power bill, i got to raise it again. The next, and they're like, you know what, this is crazy. I'm just going to stop producing because I keep losing money. I actually going to save money by not making things versus making them, Jason. That's exactly what I was, yeah, what I was saying earlier. You, you, I can't make money producing. Got to stop making it because you know what? I, uh, this is way too much work and effort. And and I'm and in a lot of cases, Joe, people are losing money. These industries have to slow down or change how they're doing things or, or ship different. You know, this is why we got a hundred ships sitting out in the ocean because because the uh, everything is is all messed up because of stupid policies around a fake coronavirus uh, narrative that happened in 2020. And uh, this is all just a cover story for what's getting ready to come, which is this this economic system was breaking down way before coronavirus. And uh, I don't think the uh, central banked countries of the world can go into an actual war, which is that's kind of their ticket, Joe. Hey, if we need an emergency, uh, a, a war can break out. Well, there's not a whole lot of big wars they can they can create. So let's have the war on the invisible virus. Uh, anytime things get really bad economically, we'll just uh, we'll pull that feather out of our cap, just like uh, you know what we got a half a billion home tests coming to, coming to a house near you, right? Because that that makes it seem like the war is real, right? Half a billion of them. I, I saw an article where the the people that make the test kits are like, what are they talking about? Nobody nobody sent us a contract. So yeah, who don't? Hey, when we get back, I uh, I just found out why Jay Powell buried. And, and, and got rid of the word transitory. The Fed's favorite inflation number came out today. I'll tell you what it was. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We had a lot of data come out today. Jobless claims pretty good. Two hundred five, two hundred five thousand. Uh, no effect from the Omicron yet. Uh, we'll see if with all the, you know, like New York and California and Illinois and some of these others uh, going to these uh, band-aids, what it'll do. But for at least right now, hanging in there uh, on the bad side of things for the ninth straight month in a row, pay has been increasing. Okay, that's we know that. Right, boy, do we know that. Unfortunately, for the ninth straight month in a row, spending has increased notably far higher than the increase in income. Uh, it, it took the savings rate, the savings rate, which has been sky high because of all the stimulus, just fell out of bed. In no, this is a November number. We're now back. To December 2017, uh, so this is this is a big problem uh, for Jay Powell as the outside of the uber rich uh, inflation now just 
eating away. Uh, and I'll talk about there was a walkout today in Illinois at Amazon facilities. Uh, by the way, those facilities starting pay $15.81, Jason. They walked out, said, we need 20. I told you, as soon as, and 20 is not enough. Get ready. You better, I hope you're ready. I don't think you are. I don't think people really want to believe what we're saying, but it, it's coming. How about this one? The Fed's favorite inflation indicator. Now, how could you have a favorite? Right? Inflation is inflation. Did it, does it cost more or does it cost less? It should be just that simple. Right? There shouldn't be a multitude of indexes that to the point where they've got a favorite one. Now, it's not by accident that their favorite one is the absolute lowest one. And they give it a really cool name. It's called the Core PCE Deflator. So I will at least give them credit, Jason. They actually at least put it in the name. Hey, by the way, we're lying, and we're going to deflate the number to a lower number. At least they put that in there, right? It was nice of them to do that. I'm sure there's some sort of logic behind that uh, to why they did yes. that. Yes, oh, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is, right? The core PCE deflator soared in November, hitting the highest levels since June of 1982. Now, why do I bring that up? Because the last time we got this number, it was the highest level, which was an October number, was the highest levels since 1991. So in one month, uh, we, we, we've, we basically lost another decade to inflation. Uh, by the way, if you want to know what the number was, 5.7% on their favorite number, the core PCE deflator. Uh, real personal spending uh, was at zero. That's not good. Uh, and uh, well down from the number in December, uh, so, so really, Jason, uh, very clear the numbers today. Inflation wiping out all wage gains. Uh, real spending's not going anywhere. Uh, the savings rate outside of the millionaires and the billionaires back to 2017 levels. Uh, and of course, the worst yet, their favorite, favorite, favorite inflation numbers now back to the numbers last seen since the early 1980s and this is with them manipulating the data i mean so what is it really right that's what i've got why do i think that we may have right now we just don't know it because they won't admit it we may have all-time record high inflation jason we i think we're going to go so far past what the 70s are i actually think we may hit 70s style numbers with these fake numbers yeah, Joe, I think so. I think that, and especially if they, they pay, well, they pass this uh, this big spending bill, which they say is going to help inflation. It won't. It'll make it worse. And you know, when all of your indicators, you know, it's like you walk around in, and let's just say, uh, I would say after nine eleven, when you walk around New York, if someone's walking around saying it's okay, everything's okay, everything's okay, but you're looking around, everything around you is not okay. 
you know, even the most the most optimistic things that are out there, like this indicator, this deflator indicator, are telling you things are bad. At some point, people just got to figure it out. The things are not good. Things are not right. Uh, you know, the deflator. I got. I, I I at least got to give them credit for the. I mean, they put it right in there. Why is it the deflator index? Well, because uh, we're we're gonna pretend uh, that prices didn't really rise that much, and 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 and. and uh, uh, you try to get that one out there. And, of course, listen, here's the funny part. All the mainstream media reports that number. Oh, boy. None of them report the actual number because, and, again, the central bank doesn't tell us what it is. Uh, but they could figure it out. John Williams could figure it out. The rest of the people could figure it out. Uh, but they they want, you know, and, again, uh, it supports their narrative. This is why I say don't leave more money than you need to into these banks because, Listen, the Federal Reserve is trying to protect their banks. Uh, my buddy, I got a, I got a, a listener, Rick in Milwaukee. Uh, he sends me stuff all the time. He sent me this Wall Street Journal article from 1987 where the mortgage market ran into trouble. And again, the same thing where the housing crash was and all these securitized loans uh, and people uh, even then, you know, before the 87 crash, were starting to get worried uh, that these loans weren't worth it. And 30-year mortgages were back above 10%. Uh, can we see things like that here uh, happening in, in 2022 or 23, 24? I absolutely think we could. As a matter of fact, I don't think it has to even get that high before the whole house of cards comes crashing down. Pedro Radio News, our final segment before the Christmas holiday. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, final segment here before we're off for the Christmas holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. We are closed tomorrow. The uh, the Patriot office here in Arizona uh, is closing early today. Uh, so have your uh, orders placed by 1 o'clock. Uh, just a couple of updates when it comes to, to gold right now. $10 liberties uh, we had to order. Uh, and, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like we're ordering 300, 200, 100. I mean, we were, we, were, we had to order 25 uh, $10 liberties yesterday. Uh, the one wholesaler said uh, we don't have them at all. Uh, the other one took the order, uh, won't even get to us until about January, somewhere between January 7th to January 10th. Uh, things are getting really uh, kind of ugly again out there as far as product availability. But I do got a cool item. We've been saving these uh, and, and stockpiling them. Uh, I've got, and, it, and it's sad, but I've got $35 Indians, little Indian Christmas special, 30 of the $5 Indians. That's the male Indian. That's the one where they have, the, they called it the accused design, where they engraved into the coin. Uh, remember the last go round, uh, the flu, you know, the, 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 the flu there, the 1918 flu and all that stuff. Uh, Eric always used to say this was the don't put that in your mouth coin because they thought it contained the flu. Uh, matter of fact, they stopped making these. These were, went with the Saints. They stopped making these 
1916 and, and then made them again for like only a couple more years before they confiscated gold, I think like 1925 and 1927. Uh, very limited years of mintage here. Uh, they're regularly $700. I've got 30 of them today at $685 at 800 uh, Kind of in memory here of coronavirus. I'm, I am hoping, I am praying and got my fingers crossed uh, that this virus is going to continue to weaken, that Omicron is going to be the weakest one yet. Now, hopefully it's going to get weaker and weaker, and maybe by next Christmas, Jason, we won't have to talk about it. But in, in memory of the, the flu pandemic that started in the, you know, 1916, 1917, uh, in the coronavirus today, we've got these $35 Indians at $685 at 800-951-0592. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting story. You know, uh, there's lots of comparisons from the uh, the flu outbreak, you know, the the Spanish flu outbreak and, and coronavirus this year. That's, I'm sure that's uh, that's that's a part of the of the scare that we're having right now. But these coins, you know, being blamed on disease being passed around is uh, pretty funny stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, you think about this. Look at it this way. How long after they blamed it that had disease, they got rid of gold? Yeah, there is that too, <laughs> right? And now they remember that they're big. Oh yeah, remember cash? Oh, cash got the coronavirus. There's still some stores out there, even here in Arizona, where they won't take any. They won't take cash anymore. Uh, so think about this. You know, really, uh, uh, was it for seventeen years later? Gold was gone completely uh, after you know it. It was dirty and, and contained uh, the flu, uh, and, and uh, maybe that's a precursor. Uh, to, to how much time cash has. I don't think it has that much. So, uh, Jason and I, we're coming right back with the half empty cup of Joe. God bless everybody. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back on Monday.